0: We got a. uh, You didn't didn't shit on your belly though, did you? uh, No, we got a bidet though. So. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Tolbert. Hola. Cookie MDK all day, MDK all day. Oh, my bad. Excuse
1: me. And Hello, then I,
0: I'm gonna have to add this in later, but Mike is on this episode, but currently he is not here right now. So we're not gonna be able <laughs> to have him say his his usual intro or, or talk about his stuff. Uh, boys, how was your week? Uh, we, we took a week off. Last week was a little bit tough to kind of get things together, and I wanted to have a very um, sufficient um, analysis of, of Nick Gage, who we will be talking about today. Um, Tober, let's start off with you. Uh, what, what's going on? Any big news in your life? Any plans?
2: Any plans? Um are you talking about what we just talked about?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you want to, talk, <laughs> I mean, you can mention it if you want, but any other things happening
2: this week? Uh, No, not really. I've um, been working a lot this week. You know, it's uh, we're getting into those springtime motions, you know, so I've been trying to get some housework done, get some spring cleaning, you know, playing and making those lists for the spring projects all while taking care of this baby. How's the baby uh, doing? Getting big. Uh, she is fat and happy. Uh, I can't complain, man. I really can't. Uh, like, I've seen some of my other friends raised kids. And I'm like, ah, my baby better not act like that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so luckily she's super chill, man. We took her out for the first time this week. We had a beautiful breakfast at Seabird in downtown Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, this is a fancy restaurant where they do like a counter walk up breakfast service. It was very nice. And, you know, and, uh, Quiet vibes, you know, really good food. But we took Feder, got her nice and happy, took her out for the first time. Super chill. Loved it. Uh, took the baby to her first rugby game as well yesterday, too. Uh, she seemed, uh, seemed like that as well. She wasn't too excited about the game because she fell asleep. But probably because y'all were losing, playing terrible. But we weren't, though. It was such
0: <laughs> a close game throughout the whole thing. Uh, it was back and forth. Uh, a very hot, f- hard-fought game, Um I did not break my nose. I did nothing bad happened to me in the field. Thank God. You
2: look generally excited to be out there yesterday, Barnum.
0: I I was. I felt great uh, during the whole game. I made some great tackles, some great runs.
2: Rocking a new uh, uniform.
0: Uh, we, we we we've got brand rich. new, brand new duds. Our, our whole new kit is beautiful. It's no cool. one's belly.
2: No one's belly's hanging out over the bottom of the shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. No one. Uh, you know, usually in the past we've had these these kits that we've had for a very long time, and when you suit up for a game, everyone just looks like a stuffed blood sausage. Yes, yes. <laughs> you feel like one too,
0: like like so, an overs, one that's been microwaved for a few minutes. Yeah, like right before it, it it does the thing where it pops open.
2: Yeah. So everyone looked nice and spelt and yesterday, you know. They, yeah, uh, there's there's one really good picture where your mouth
1: is open and you're running towards the ball. Yes. Who are you saying in that moment? Aaron? <laughs> he was like,
0: "Henry, Henry, you know." <laughs> no, no, no. So, so that was that's Grant. He's one of our new guys, right? And so, our rugby offense is a one-three-three-one. The ones in that are both forwards on the outside. So it's bigger guys. They're there to help uh, maintain possession. If if the the smaller guys on the outside get the ball. And uh, so my position, I'm one of those ones. And this this guy is Grant. He's new. He, he's very quick. He, he's a, uh, a, a skillful guy. Um, he was running up the sideline. He intercepted a pass from the other team. And I'm yelling, stay in bounds. Stay <laughs> in bounds. I've got you. Go down. I will rock you. <laughs> he, uh, he did not. Stay in bounds. <laughs> I was going to say, did he stay in bounds? <laughs> I tried to like. I was there. I was I was pushing guys out of the way. It was like the scene in um, Old School where where he's got the the shot, and, and I'm like pushing heads out of the way, trying to get to this guy. I was ready to rock him, and all of a sudden, some guy came in, speared him, and and got him outside. So I was I was like, well, yeah, I, I yeah, sorry, bud. You're <laughs> you trying. should have gone down when I told you. Oh, so there, there. That is, uh, that that was our rugby game yesterday. It was tough, man. We lost by one point in the last like minute of the game. Just I, a I very, was, very yeah. tough game. But
2: very uh, victorious for their team because it was their first win for the season. Because they're not that good, but apparently they showed up yesterday. <laughs> they, they showed up yesterday. It was their <laughs> first time they beat us in like seven years. I think. Yeah, they've. I don't. I... As long as I've been with the rugby club, they've never beaten us. And, yeah, I've never yeah. seen an L to Fort Bragg. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cookie, it's Fayetteville Rugby now. Oh, oh excuse Dallas me. I rugby. apologize. Fayetteville Rugby, which the, doesn't make it – Yeah, it makes it worse. <laughs> it's the Fayetteville
0: area uh, dragons. Are there any dragons in
2: Fayetteville? Not that I've seen. Maybe uh, not, but, you know,
0: I, I was under the influence. I think some people taste the dragon somewhere. <laughs> Now, Tolbert, I would think that, like, with all the influence that you were under in Fayetteville, you would have seen dragons.
2: No, no, <laughs> saw some other, lots of other things, but no dragons.
0: Well, uh, so other than that, we uh, th- this week, uh, Tolbert, you you have mentioned that you do have a new like Korean barbecue grill at the house. What what does that mean? Like that little thing, like you want us to come over and try some Korean barbecue
2: work with, with uh, charcoal. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, man. Uh, high intensity, high heat burning Japanese charcoal, baby. Um, yeah, man. I'm going to have y'all over for Korean barbecue night. We're going to do some short ribs, some yakitori, some, uh, maybe some grilled mullet. We'll see. We'll That's see awesome. what the night brings. But uh, I am I'm, So I'm inviting Aaron and Jasmine over. Anybody who wants to come over really, so I can practice on you guys, um, because I'm going to start uh, a, a grilling empire in Wilmington, North Carolina, eventually. Uh, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But uh, right now, it's uh, I'm going to be practicing. I'm going to turn my house into an izakaya, if you will. It's going to be like, uh, um, what's the Japanese steakhouse that serves uh, at Yokozuna? <laughs>
0: Oh, oh! The! Uh, the! Uh, oh God! Uh, now! Now that you, <laughs> now I put you on the spot I can't Now remember. that you put me on the spot, I've got Rivera. It's a Rivera yeah. steakhouse. Yeah! Yeah!
2: Yeah! I'm pretty much gonna turn my house into that. Um, I, I might even take off to Japan and apprentice for a few years. Who knows? Who knows? And I'm fine with that. I, <laughs> send me back.
0: Go to that wrestling memorabilia store in Tokyo. Yeah.
2: Well, we're going to, I'm going to start with uh, just having some people over. But yeah, I'm very excited about this. So,
0: hey, um, hey, if, if, if you make enough money, all right. All right. So, so if, if, if this becomes successful, we're going to put this down in audio right now. So, this, you know, it's legally binding. Yeah. Thanks. After you make your first hundred thousand, right? You have to go like to Japan and go to that wrestling memorabilia store and buy because they've got
2: everything there everything oh i watch youtube videos on it all the time
0: you have to buy the actual branding iron that terry funk <laughs> had and use that as a part of your uh decorations of at, at your business of that course
2: was. of course it would uh it would be good but um yeah Varnum actually you know Text me that he he might, I don't know if this is true or not. He might be thinking about a bachelor party in the future. It's still uncertain. I don't know if Jasmine's gonna say yes or will continue to have him, but he mentioned something automatically go, hey man, let's have your bachelor party in Japan. And, and, <laughs> and I said, I, was like, no. <laughs> oh I said, God. no, <laughs> no, we are not going to
0: Japan. <laughs> God.
2: Go spend on. more on on plane tickets on your bachelor party than the actual wedding, probably. yes one hundred percent.
1: If it was in Japan, it would be a movie, though. That's all I'm saying. We'd be taking pictures with Minoru Suzuki, and oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I was
2: I was gonna book wrestling events. We we're gonna go eat steak. We we're gonna go look at memorabilia. Uh-oh. You know,
0: I would I would end up spent like
2: coming back with a black eye because
0: I, I we went to Minoru Suzuki's shop and I said, "Can you just hit me once, like with your elbow, like just once."
2: God. Can you take us fishing? Yes. Yeah, we
0: wait. It's one of those like uh, the, those memes. Uh, what started, and this is how it ended. We yeah. started with me taking the elbow, and then how it ended is me with a Pulling big bass a with with, <laughs> with Minoru. <laughs> All right, Cookie, how was your week? You said you got a story. Uh, I know you watched the UFC pay per view last night, and you were as in not as impressed uh you know it, it was not a good pay-per-view yeah uh, yeah i i was falling asleep during the main event if that makes yeah. sense
1: yeah yeah man uh, let's backtrack a little bit last time i talked to everybody uh there was a full-on race war at school
0: oh yeah i forgot about yeah. it has, oh, has that been go.
1: resolved yeah the, that has is slowly being resolved uh we are you know in talks with the professors about making it a more you know inclusive environment and stuff like that and, explaining where like our point of view and stuff like that, basically. Um, But like I said, we're still trying to figure this out. So full blown race war is still kind of simmering. It's simmering right now. It's a cold race war. war. Yes. (laughs) yes. (laughs) But uh, to go off of the race thing uh, last night, we went to a bar, Chase and I, we went to a bar to watch the UFC fights. And like you were saying, they were pretty boring Um, up until the very last fight. You had Mr. Colby Covington, Mr. Right. Maga himself, against Jorge Masvidal, and across from us were four guys that were huge Maga, Colby Covington fans. Okay, and they were outspoken about this, right? So, throughout the fight, all you hear is just Maga, Maga, Maga. Let's go, Kobe. Let's go, Kobe. All this shit, um, all this bullshit, right? And people are getting annoyed by it. And at the end of the fight, you know, Jorge ends up taking the L or whatever. But the guys keep mouthing off. And surprisingly, Chase is the one that almost gets into a fucking fight with one of these guys, right? I see Chase go and grab a knife and four pins. What? Yes. Ready. Just in case something like like a dinner knife. Like uh, I don't know what kind of knife it was. Like I just a saw butter him. knife. It may have been a butter knife. Whatever. Who is it he, he? Nick Gage. Dude, he was <laughs> he was ready. He was ready. I don't it, know if that I, sounds ready it or not. It, it was sounds stab like one with like one of these, like a Bic, Yeah, like It was pin, actually yes. Like it was, a was actually a blue ten? pin, just like that. Yes. It, it, was it sounds blue. like ah. some of these guys
0: in America that are like, man, our, our country ain't doing anything in the Ukraine. I'm going over.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were putting themselves over last night, man. They needed that. They needed that win for themselves. They smelled like skull and bad habits. You know what I mean? So it was just it was just one of those nasty nights where everyone was fucked up and, you know, they got their win, so they were outspoken about it. And I was trying to hold Chase
2: back the entire time. For you know, I have to say, I, I would like to see Chase stab somebody with a big pen. <laughs> <I'm wondering. laughs> uh, we <laughs> should
1: on Chase a lot, but I, he got my respect last night for having my back. But, <laughs> It could have gotten really it. ugly, it, it, but you know, fortunately, it did not. Funny enough, the guy that was sitting in front of us trained with Colby Covington. Oh like shit! Very anti-Colby. Like he doesn't he doesn't fuck with the gimmick
0: or anything like that. And he had our backs as well. Because that, all that is is a gimmick. Yes, we we do day, know that, right? It, like yes. it, it is just a gimmick. It's a way for him to sell tickets. Uh, I, he he's just a heel, and you know, like. Yeah. People don't realize that in UFC, you got to sell tickets. You got to sell a story. And that's the way you do it uh in UFC. So it's the same
2: thing it's always as professional guy. wrestling, Boxing, wrestling, UFC. You know, you got to, you got to sell the story. Jake does Paul do. does
0: the same thing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Colby just takes it to another level and he just, you know, he does what he does, man. But other than that, Uh, You know, I had a very great uh, evening because guess what? The Tar Heels beat Duke, Coach K's very last home game at Cameron Indoor. Made them go home with that L, made them cry a little bit. I love to see it, man. Shout out to the Tar
2: Heels. (laughs) Hey, Cook, I thought it would be hilarious if you went to the bathroom and came back out and Chase just had one of the guys with a pizza cutter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would have been great.
2: (laughs) Missed missed opportunity.
1: Yes. (laughs) Next time, don't worry, we'll bring the pizza cutter.
0: Yeah, I I did see a lot of uh, UNC fans and a lot of, uh, (laughs) like, Duke fans duking it out on on social media yesterday. Uh, Yeah, it was (laughs) – I, I didn't get to see the game because apparently it went on during our uh, rugby match or like around the time that we were kind of finishing up at the rugby match. But when I got home, uh, I saw all the, the, the people yelling about it on social media because we live in North Carolina and that is the biggest rivalry in North Carolina.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, there were some Duke fans in Colorado as well.
0: The, which is, it, it, it's like me being like uh uh a, <laughs> I, I can't even like I, I don't get it. Yeah. Anyways. Isn't it really weird? All right. So I said that, that we were gonna splice in Mike. Mike, how was your week? Tell me about your week. Uh
3: what 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 went on? Uh my week has actually been kind of just mundane. I did have to work last Sunday. Um That's that's one of the reasons why we took off last week. Yeah, yeah. So Sundays at the hospital can be either Fairly light, leave early, have a good afternoon, uh, or they can be hell. And mine leaned more towards hell. Oh, I uh, was just super busy. Um, nothing like too fun or exciting. Just a lot of volume, and you're the your only therapist there. So I was, I was actually kind of glad we didn't record because I would have just been running like, Yeah, exactly. Because I told you, like, oh yeah, I might be able to do three. I didn't leave the hospital till four.
0: Yeah, I, I, I figured that that we we were pushing it last week, and and last week we had a. Uh, we had told uh jasmine's best friend that we were gonna go eat uh like korean barbecue at her house and and have like a little thing there and uh so we had a tight deadline and i had to cut 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 bait you know i was (laughs) like it's time to go
3: bail out yeah no it's cool i'm glad we're back um i did get to dabble into the $2 Two dollar bake studios in the kitchen this week. Okay, so um, so
0: we're bringing that back.
3: Yeah, yeah. I will tweet out a p- finished photo. I tweeted a picture of the uh, the dough as it was resting and rising, um, and mentioned that it would be back. And I will tweet out the finished two beautiful um, overnight white loaves, loaves mm. that that were actually pretty darn good.
0: Now, why didn't you bring any tonight to watch the paper? Because well, I ate it all. Okay, well
3: I. ate... We ate a whole loaf ourselves. I did drop off three quarters of a loaf to Nick and Allie um, one day.
0: Now, do you use a starter for this? Uh,
3: No. So the uh, whole idea behind this loaf is just a longer fermentation process. So you don't need a starter, but it does take about 12 hours. Now, my temperatures were a little too warm, so it it rested a little too long because I did go golf. The other mm. day, and I got home and baked it. First loaf, you know, came up real nice, rose real nice. The second one didn't rise as much because it had over rested and overproved and kind of settled down on itself, lost a little bit of its gas, but it's all good. Um, you know, it's a growing, growing process. Well, it's
0: a scientific endeavor, is Ex- what, exactly. what you're going into. Exactly. Uh, th- uh, we talked a little bit about the game and how like it, it was kind of like a heartbreaking one. Uh, yes, first
3: time I've ever lost to Fort Bragg. That, that's that's what club. everybody
0: else was saying. It's about. also
3: their first win of the season, which is pretty fucking disappointing, too.
0: That was everything else that we were saying. Hey, when we were we were talking about the charge down. What exactly? It's just a block kick, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. So there is no knock during a charge down. So you can jump up in the air and block a kick. We I mean, don't even have to jump up the air. It's. I mean, it's to stop. It's kind of like to stop that. Do you ever play like street basketball and somebody yeah. inbounds it off your legs and you're just like yeah oh, that's kind of dickish yeah. um, it's to stop that sort of stuff because otherwise people just be blasting it in your face they call a knock or then you get advantage and you could just march down the field
0: gotcha uh, gotcha gotcha yeah
3: pretty disappointing loss though I, it's I,
0: I feel that yeah it was a it, it was a heartbreaker it's, it
3: sucked the wind out of the day it was a beautiful day I love going to fly trap um, especially when it's sunny and we got oysters on the grill. We're smoking hams. It was, you know, it was a great, great day. And uh, we had such hope in the,
0: like, in, 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 in times, you know, we're like, oh my God, yeah, we're ahead. Then we're behind. We're ahead.
3: Uh, then we we're sh- behind. We shot ourselves in the collective foot a lot.
0: Yes. Yes, we um, did.
3: And it's frustrating because rarely do I say this, but, like, I actually thought I had a really good game of just, like, I felt like I did too. So. Solid play. So, hey, it is what it is. It's team sport. We'll move on. We will uh, take the field in three weeks again and fly yeah. trap downs um, and take on Tobacco Road.
0: I was going to say, uh, th- th- there was one thing I was going to bring up. So, Kevin, uh, you know, Kentucky Kevin. Yeah. Uh, double K. Yeah. The uh, Unabomber. The unibomber, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, in about three weeks, is going to start on the Appalachian Trail. Nice. That's awesome. So, he, he's going to do an Appalachian Trail he's hike.
3: The, like the whole thing? uh i it sounds like so fucking jealous that's 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 one of my bucket list things i want to do
0: so uh, what are some tips that you we we think uh, us being eagle scouts what are some tips that we can give him about about remaining sane and and uh being able to go about this hike Uh,
3: what are some of the things that we learned one is like definitely good footwear keep your feet dry footwear um, Cle- uh, clean, dry socks. Gold
0: bond medicated powder. If if he can carry that in his in yeah, his sack,
3: try to try to plan out ahead of time your post office stops. Um, and, and you know that way and, people can ship things to you.
0: And I'm sure he's a lot better at it than we are, uh, right now because he you know he he's you know taking the plunge. Yeah, so
3: absolutely, and then high, high just high calorie things, full fat, full sugars, all that sort of stuff.
0: I'm very uh, interested to hear. He, he's got a website. He he sent me a website that kind of is going to be tracking his uh, movements throughout uh, the thing. He says, uh, if you guys want to follow me, I just made griffunlimited.com. Going to have a Garmin tracker and everything. It's going to kind of show
3: you where he is along the trail. Yeah, props to him, man. That is one of my things. Like, I would love to do that one day. But, I mean, it, it is a massive time investment. Um, and hey, man, make sure when, Kevin, when you when you're getting your Rangeley main, you walk down that, that road and you get over to the IGA. You go to the post office um, and, and enjoy enjoy Rangely for a day, maybe. Uh,
0: and also, um, I mean, you're you're gonna have your cell phone with you, and you're gonna have a lot of time to think. I you should have held off on the hundreds of hours of content that we have yeah. until what you're about to do
3: now. But I think he burned through it all, right?
0: Yeah, it's his fault. That's all yeah. his fault.
3: And it's like only 25% of it's good.
0: I know, I would've killed myself like <laughs> on the first leg like if, if I had to listen to this yeah, shit I don't even. Thing.
3: I don't even listen to this thing
0: anymore. Uh, what in the world? <laughs> all right mike for your first for the first matchup of the evening um this is going to be uh so so mike i I was telling the other guys that not everything's a death match with with nick gage apparently he is a worker um if, if you can call it that but i wanted to have a little bit of blood in this week's episode since it is a nick gage episode and um you know, I I could have gone the easy way out. I could have given it to Tolbert because Tolbert likes the violence. I could have given it to Cookie because he, it's the strong style is what his thing. Mm. But I said Mike deserves to watch this and know. Uh, and I also want to get some medical perspective uh, from this matchup, Mike. You have got Nick Gage against Schlack.
3: Correct, Schlack coming in at what I would estimate is five ten, and like. Two hundred and sixty-five, two hundred seventy pounds of just stacked muscle, most likely not natural. He
0: looks like if Brian Cage had a set of testicles.
3: Um, he he looks like a, one of those strongman com- competitors, but just not as tall. Um, and he's got a face tattoo, so he you know he fits the you know it, you know if I said there, there was a wrestler named Schlack, this is probably what I would expect. Um, he's got the you know the shaved kind of what would you call that? Uh. Mohawk, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Mohawk, Uh, and a face tattoo. He just looks like he's ready to go. This is a GCW heavyweight title match. Correct. It is prison rules. Is yeah,
0: sure. Whatever prison 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 rules
3: means. Match rules. I think it was just so they could do the opening spot um Nick Gage comes out with what was that Dewey Donovan?
0: Yeah, Dewey Donovan comes out in that 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 putrid green very, jacket.
3: Very big juxtaposition there. Yeah, um, he he's kind of goofy. A, a, a goofy lawyery type, and,
0: which is the exact opposite of um looks like somebody that you would see in a trauma film like the yeah. Toxic Avenger. Uh, but then you see his his protege who is uh one, Nick Gage, and it's completely different.
3: Yeah, and I and I apologize. Normally, I go ahead and give you the idea of when and where this took place. Uh, I'm going to call it parts unknown. I think it's New Jersey. Possibly a circus tent or... Greek Orthodox Church, a lot of colors. That is actually a
0: Cookies match uh, Cookies match took place in that Ohio uh St
3: uh, Ignatius or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. I think
0: this takes place in Atlantic
3: City. Okay, and um this is full full-toothed Nick Cage.
0: Well, we we'll like
3: the I I think it was relatively recent. He he has his teeth though but it, they're probably fillers, you know? I don't think you wrestle in those when you're doing a death match. You don't want to have I, fillers I in there. I get it, I get it, I get it. One of those things pops loose, goes down your throat, and then you're not, you're not so worried about the blood and the glass, and you're more worried about the fucking tooth down Anyway. Um, starts off the... Uh, both uh, participants make an attempt to toss the referee out of the ring. Right. Unsure why that happened. I believe this is no holds barred so I guess you don't need the referee, or I guess you don't want the referee. Um, but prior to the bell starting, we do get Nick Gage uh, shanking Schlack right. in the sides right. with a shank. Uh, we don't get to actually see the object, but one would assume it is probably a handmade shiv that he did um, bring with him from his excursion in prison. That's right. Or he,
0: yeah, he could have made it there.
3: Likely had to smuggle it out. In his beehole, in his in his keister, um, so he keister stashed it, brought it back I you know if he does, knows anything about medicine, he did not clean it that way you get the hepatitis on the uh, yeah, on yeah. the blade Se- he- it,
0: it, it's more of a septic weapon exactly at that point.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, and he's going for the kidneys, right so hey, schlack, clearly not uh, the first time he's been in prison either that's right he had the phone books. Taped to his sides to protect him.
0: (laughs) Which I actually laughed at that.
3: Um, Yeah, no, you know, hey man, if you're going to get in the ring with Nick Gage, um, and then, uh, anyway, um, bell does ring. We then get into the violence that is this match. Um, Normally, typically, you're going to have... In a normal worked match, you're gonna have a little buildup before you get yeah, to some some, yeah. um, some craziness. Not not this one. We get a pane of glass within the first 15 seconds. Shatters glass all over the ring. Um, on the in the other corner there is a door with what looks like kick stoppers or some kind of diamond plate. Uh, so those are um, carpet tacks or something. I don't even it, fucking it's, know.
0: Yeah. So I've seen them before. They're like beds of. Uh, they're like the yeah
3: it's just nails and anyway um no rhyme or reason just goes ahead and gets started we get light tubes we get all this sort of stuff and mind you that we do have nasally ass joey janella on this on the
0: that's right joey i forgot yeah joey's on the commentary
3: i hate his voice
0: he's got a terrible voice
3: his voice is not made for radio or color commentary correct um And then it just devolves for about the next 12 minutes um, in just random acts of violence violence between chairs and glass and the tape tubes. And sometimes they're taped in a triangle. Sometimes they're taped in a rectangle. You can have three, four, six, eight. I mean, those tubes are not cheap. I want to know. Um... What what's going through the minds of the fans that are actually in there? Like they're breathing the, the, this. The, in. the amount of PPE that is not involved in this front row seating really does bother me because there's glass the entire time. There's glass flying everywhere. It could go in your eyes. There's literally a setup where they like move people out of their chairs, put a glass plane on paint uh, on. I just watched it um, on chairs and like shatters and it goes everywhere. Everywhere.
0: And they said and these, on the commentary, Joey says that he got hit by something, and he's like in and bum F nowhere. Yeah,
3: and it's, again, these are like light tubes. You're not supposed to breathe that, that shit no. in and anyway. Um, glass everywhere, blood everywhere, um, nobody's wearing goggles, everybody's in shorts. The goggles all, do nothing. Because they're all fat. I I, this... It does. It just doesn't do useless violence. Um,
0: so, so the way that I was thinking about this, and, and Mike, when when it comes to the fans of professional wrestling death matches, uh, you take a look at them, and they're all gas no brakes, right? They're they're fans of of shit just building upon itself, starting off 100 miles per hour. Do you think that there's a lot of meth uh,
3: in that audience? Not so much meth, but I feel like crank. There's 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 one a lot of neck beards yeah um, two a lot of non uh, or calorie dense non healthy um, food that is intake by these people not a lot of education right right um, poor education if I was stereotyping there is one college degree in this entire room mm. and it's an associate's degree
0: no I could say that <laughs> yeah yeah maybe two yeah maybe it's, two
3: it's probably the referee honestly um and it really again. This isn't my style or my, my cup of tea. I do not mind violence. I do not mind blood. You got grossed out by the Cody Dustin match. Yes. I, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is fucking great. Yeah. Because it mattered and it meant something. There was a build up to it and you had this storyline. This is literally just two guys just being fucking gross. <laughs> um, and like literally when I say there's glass, the entire square footage of this ring by the end, is covered in broken glass. Every time these guys get up, they are shimmering from sweat, blood, and glass. Um, We get the classic Nick Gage pizza cutter. We also get Nick Gage with a hypodermic needle at some point trying to stab Schlack, which again, I I don't think he's afraid of needles Mm because he is pretty fucking stacked. Yes. But, But he also doesn't present himself as a man of fitness, particularly cardiorespiratory fitness, because he is fucking blown up about halfway through this thing.
0: Yeah, and I don't understand I, I mean Again, they're
3: not wrestling. so They're I not wrestling. I don't understand why he's so fucking tired either. Um we get we do get a at some point in the match we do get like a suplex off of the corner into that pane of glass that's stacked up on the chairs that I right. mentioned earlier. Um and then the only other wrestling move in the entire match sorry, two wrestling moves, we'd get two power drivers from Nick Gage... At the end. Uh of Schlack into the glass and blood and everything infested thing that is the ring, Uh and then we get a DDT. That's um, it. I I will say I respect Nick Gage for using the DDT. I think the DDT should continue to be a finishing move. I hate when guys just use it as a transition to worry. Yeah, with, with without like without the the commentary team being like, oh, he didn't get all of that, or you know whatever. Right. Um, yeah, Nick Gage wins. Um, I don't think anybody wins, though. We all lose for having to sit. It's like... I don't know how to describe it. Like, the the, the fans of this kind of stuff, I just... <sighs> so, like, you see a match, you're like, okay, that was awesome, I want more. And then they give you more, and then they give you more. And eventually, like, at one point, are you satiated by the violence. And, like... Again, it's not even, I wouldn't even, I would say there's been. I've seen more violence in a Daniel Bryan Minoru Suzuki match Correct. that did not really involve any blood than I saw in this match. This was just two out of shape individuals cutting each other with inanimate inanimate objects. Yeah, right.
0: Utensils, kitchen utensils, like, and
3: yeah. It's, it's it's not wrestling to me, um, and how so? It's like it's, I wasn't impressed. By it. I was probably more impressed by the Nick Gage-Chris Jericho match. Because, again, it, and you said Nick Gage can actually work a little bit. A little bit. And and when um, I say a little bit, I mean just, just, just a little, a little bit. bit. But but a little bit is more than what we got in this. Um, this, again, was just kind of senseless theater, I guess I would call yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I could see that, yeah.
3: Um, but you know what? If you're a neckbeard and you, know, you hate your job and you hate your life and you hate everything and you hate showers and you just want to go to a fucking carnival tent and you're, watch You're watch starting guys. to
0: describe my life currently <laughs> um, other than Jasmine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just... It's just I'm st- I guess I will be starting to dive deep into neck beardom uh, Nick, I got my Elden ring. I got, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, you uh, got to
3: subscribe to the incel subreddit. I, well, I'm not an incel. Anymore. I know, but I'm saying these guys are, I didn't see a single female in that crowd.
0: I did. I did. Oh, and you. she, she was attractive. There
3: was one attractive lady in there. And then there was also Nick Gage's wife or, or fiance or whatever. Did you catch the one guy? It felt like there was a spotlight on him, but I think it's because everybody was wearing black and he had like a nice baby blue shirt. Yes. But he weighed like 360 pounds and he's like 50 yard line of the ring. And, but like up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um like I feel bad for that guy because for forever on the internet he will be just self spotlighted because of the color choice of his shirt because everybody else is wearing black. Correct. Um, hey, but I will say props if it, if it is your cup of tea. These guys, like these fans, fucking love it. I can see how Travis was infatuated and infected by the the, the
2: I, roar one of, those of the sh- crowd.
3: One of those shards of glass. I think he inhaled Maybe. it, and and that
0: just that little bit of glass, uh, while Travis. That made him an MDK
3: guy during it's, that. It's like the COVID microchip. You just it's, turn the switch yeah. and you just like, there you go.
0: And he became he um, became Nick Gage.
3: Yeah. So, like, I mean, they, they fucking love it, man. I, and I will say, I mean, again, like, if, if you're performing, you're, whether you're participating in a team sport, an individual sport, or whatever like that, when you hear the crowd start roaring, like you, that, you get hyped. That, that should drive you to do the next, you know, do the things better and more effective and more efficient. Um, and just really put on a better show. And I guess that's what happened. I guess that's what happens. I mean, he, maybe he feels no pain, and that's why he's okay with a broken light tube getting smashed into his forehead while he bleeds. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the, the broken
0: light tube. I don't like a lot of it. And I watched it this morning, and I was,
3: I was, uh,
0: I, yeah. It's it's not a great thing to wake up and, it's, and start it's your something. day with.
3: It's something. Is Is Byron one of these guys I, I Byron um, he can he appreciates it from afar
0: <laughs> he's he's not he's not full in
3: <laughs> yeah I would I would maybe watch this through a window I would want a full HVAC system and um, sturdy sheets of glass and brick to keep me away from these people
0: yeah I, I I'll tell you um, I, I had a really good friend um, go to a show in um, Charlotte a deathmatch show in Charlotte and his complaint was that Necro Butcher, who may or may not have hepatitis, um, Necro Butcher bled everywhere and blood on these wrestlers who who do not get tested all that often. They probably don't get tested. They probably don't have health insurance. Correct. And it was spraying everywhere. And he got it all over him. And he walks out and he has blood from somebody he, he does not know all over his
3: body. Yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. Um, again... Not my cup of tea. It's not wrestling. Um, yeah. Ugh. It's like these are the type of people that you like walk by in public and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Like like down at Riverfest when you're walking, yeah. you're like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with this guy?
0: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so so we uh, hopefully we, we will not
3: have to have another Nick Gage match after this week's episode. Correct. Hey, can we uh, talk social media real fast? Very quickly. Go ahead. All right. So hey, shout out to Aaron for making some Italian. Guys, top tweets of the week. I, I'm kind of disappointed that I was not number one. I was number two on this Italian guy. Uh, um, he he, I didn't know what he was saying, but it was your tweet of the Simpsons Homer turning the light switch on and off. Right, right, and right, off, right, right, right. Fight, fight,
0: fight, fight, fight,
3: fight, fight. Um, and and you know, parroting the uh the AEW events of that dynamite. So he, I think he does follow us now. So maybe we'll, he does. we'll become. You know, we'll get on the tweets of the week again. Uh, uh, I like how that we neither one of us noticed until like two days later.
0: Yeah, so I noticed two days later, and I think, um, I, I feel is it racist or, um, uh, it I tweeted back an Italian chef gif, uh, doing a chef's kiss. Nah, it's not racist. Okay. It's white. You can't be.
3: Yeah, racist okay. to white right, people. Right, right, right.
0: But today we are talking about the one, the only MDK, uh, murder, death, kill, Nick and Gage. Uh, I, 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 what, what is there to say that Nick Gage is an interesting human being uh, with, with maybe not the brightest uh, bulb? And uh, today we're going to talk about <laughs> everything. And speaking of bulbs, we do have bulbs being used in at least one of the matches today.
2: I mean, you can't have a Nick Gage episode without light bulbs but fun fact about nick gage Farnham, he is 95 percent immune to the rabies and uh greatly reduces number of ticks in your backyard that's right so that's a possum excuse me that's a possum that's right so so
0: with with nick gage like if he's cold if you're cold he's cold let him inside
2: (laughs) I heard that his mother raised him in a a little pouch and she carries him around until he's old enough to emerge. Um, Yes. Uh,
0: Along with other uh, little other gauges and he probably (laughs) ate them while, while they were in the pouch. Anyways, let's talk about some wrestling. All right, cookie for the strong style. I had to give me an out, something that maybe we could, we could look at for next week. Uh, another wrestler that we could look at for next week. So I wanted, because a lot of these guys that that we have on today's episode are not, I'm not going to be able to find a lot of wrestling matches online, except for your guy and maybe Tolbert's mystery opponent. I'll see Mm. if we could find some stuff for Tolbert's mystery opponent. But uh, Cookie, you have got Nick Gage against L.A. Park, a.k.a. La Parka. There we go.
1: There we go. Aaron, are you telling me that you don't think you'll be able to find matches for Slack? No, for not at all. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yes, I have Lo Parker. This is absolute intense wrestling. Did I read that correctly, Aaron?
0: Absolute you did. You did. And it's, and it, I believe it's in the 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 place that we watched a match. It's in that weird cathedral gym in Ohio, in Cleveland, oh. that we've talked about before. Ah, okay, all right. I well, think it was a Tracy Smothers match in this this cathedral
1: that we talked about. This gymnasium is just exactly what you would imagine. Looks like a middle school, looks like a middle school gymnasium, a YMCA gym, if you will. Very tiny. Looks like it's hot. Probably smells terrible in there. Yes, wrestling fans. Yes, um, but we got representing the Eastern Hate Block of Murder, Death, Kill game, Mr. Possum himself, Nick Freaking Gage. And then coming to you, uh, yeah, like I said, coming to you from your local high school gym, La Parka. This, this is an older La Parka. This is like 50, maybe 50-year-old 50 La Parca.
0: Yeah, La Parca, La has put on some LBs.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. But let's go ahead and get to this countdown because I got some good stuff to talk about. Cookies, top four, number one. They don't get paid by the hour. So L.A. Park just comes out of nowhere, yeets a chair at Nick Gage's face like Terry Funk. <laughs> Like, just shot puts it in Nick Gage's face. Literally, as soon as the bell ring, just shot puts it. I was like, yes, this is what I want. And after that, you know, Park doesn't even have a plan. He just scoops up Gage and just throws him into the first row. Uh, no MDK fans to catch him. Uh, maybe they draw the line at touching Nick
0: Gage. That, that's that's right. And I, I believe right after he did that, LaParka was trying to, like, open up the, like, the railings. and He was having issues, like, trying – those railings, you, you got to like it, – it's a very intricate process of like picking them up and like holding one side down. Those those metal uh, – They
2: interlock, right? They, yeah, they the metal interlocking things are kind of
0: tough sometimes. You I think
1: L.A. Park put the – he put the railings over. Honestly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the railings gave
0: him more of a fight than Nick Gage
1: does. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But anyway, like I was saying, man, I don't think the fans like to touch Nick Gage, and I don't blame him because mm-hmm. he looks sticky. That's just me. Um, we'll go to the next one. Is a sheen about him. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. All right. Uh, fast forward eight minutes and 27 minutes into this match, and we have no blood. I have just now realized that every Nick Gage match isn't a death match. Correct. So at this point, I'm thinking Aaron Barnum really had to sift through some shit to find a Nick Gage 13-minute Broadway that
0: was not a death match. Uh I I actually uh, like thinking about it I don't think that Tolbert's has blood either.
2: It does not. Not a drop. Oh, it actually does not. There's only one match this week that has blood in it. And and but, there's a lot of I, blood in that. One. But since it has Nick Gage does it automatically make it a death match? Is every match Nick Gage match a death match? But not every death match is a Nick Gage match.
0: That that's hmm. right. There
1: there there's some <laughs> psychology
2: behind that. I like that.
1: I like that. Um, listen, did you know that possums can fly short distances? Nick gauge has control of this match and he hits a, a, a cross body to the outside. Uh, let's be real. He barely hit his target. Yes. Uh, I just want y'all to know that possums can fly short distances.
0: That's right. They, they, they've got a little bit more extra skin under their, their, it gives them like a little flap. They got a little bit of a glide. Yeah. It's like a sugar glider. They can, you know, yeah, right. A little, right.
1: Little <laughs> gliding, a little gliding motion. Uh, uh, Nick
0: Gage would be a booger sugar glider.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Booger sugar glider could be the name of this episode.
2: (laughs) I
0: really hope it is. Booger sugar glider.
2: Just gliding through the hood. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Oh,
1: man. You want to see a real suicide dive? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go back and watch my match because at 11 minutes and 20 seconds, still no blood, but... L.A. Park, at probably 50-something years old, runs and jumps through those ropes headfirst at Nick Gage, and then he just hugs on them for a little while. He just dude, hugs dude. on to them for dear life. Can I
0: tell you that, that this version of LaParka has got a bigger gut than, than I'm used to? And he went through the ropes, and I was so scared that that gut was going to get caught on that middle rope. <laughs> When he did that and when he went through flying of with the greatest of
2: ease, I was so impressed by Leparka. I yeah. was very nervous to say the when, least. When you don't have much to live for, those suicide dives get easier and easier, you know. Well, you LeParka older. is a skeleton.
0: He's already dead.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's been dead for a
1: long time, honestly.
0: <laughs> a <laughs> dancing skeleton. I love You a know, skeleton. the bones are their money. <laughs> the money are their bones. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Let's do number four first. Number four. Uh Nick Gage loses his cool at the end of the, in the at the end of the match. He starts yelling at the ref, What the fuck? You know, grabbing his shirt, and stuff like that. LA Park takes advantage, hits Nick Gage with a low blow, then rolls him up. It's elementary from there. One, two, three, that's the end of the match. So Nick Gage, or sorry, Nick Gage loses. LA Park goes over, and so does the
0: railing. Yeah, yeah. Poor pour one out for the railing in that one. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, that's what happens when you piss off the ref. That's true. That's the guy <laughs> that is enforcing the rules. And uh, when you piss off the ref, they're going to do that fast count on you. 100%. And uh, I think Nick Gage, he should have known better. But
1: maybe his Murder, Death, Kill Gang members should have helped him out or supported him a little bit more. They, well, they didn't. They did not. They weren't there. Anyway, let's go to our honorable mentions. Uh, the guy on the ringside camera almost doesn't clear that barricade. Aaron, did you notice that? I did. (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot of, a a lot of instances where people almost, um, just did not make it. So like LA park almost didn't make it. This guy on the camera almost did not make it. We would have been one less camera in this gym, uh, in this gymnasium.
0: And those cameras, they're, they're they're not cheap. And, uh, yeah, I would have felt for that guy. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh side note, where do y'all think Nick gage gets his Ingreen gear from? Where is where does he get his gear? Walmart, uh, Ross? Fashion or bug. Mm-hmm. What fashion what? Fashion bug. Fashion bug. oh that that sounds about right. I was thinking Ross's or Marshall's. Oh, like that, it, it's places.
0: very similar to Fashion Bug, just a little uh you know, maybe high more high class. True. Maybe five below. I don't know five, if they five bugs. below. Yeah, I could say that as well. Pretty
1: yeah. Good. I don't know. Um what was happening in the first row? It looked like L.A. Park was drawn at an MDK follower. Did Travis go to this match? He did. Yes. There?
0: Yeah. So, Travis, that's why Travis, he, he was actually possessed by uh, by MDK, the spirit of MDK right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I
1: imagine that uh, he sleepwalks at night and maybe he just goes to these shows, but he doesn't remember that he's there. <laughs> he, he comes back smelling like regret and skull and a bunch of other stuff that Nick Gage does. Oh, Booger Sugar. all those. Yeah. Bo- Booger Sugar. All right, last one. Uh, Here's my high thought of the match. Nick Gage, in my match, looks like Abraham Lincoln's slow cousin, passed down like five generations. I want you to go back. LeBroy Lincoln. Yes, yes. I'm just saying, Travis, if you're listening to this, put a top hat on him in my match. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's that's all I'm saying.
0: That's it. It's like. What was the Simpsons thing? It's like there was there was a headline on the on on the Simpsons and it's like man finds squirrel that looks like a blink. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh man. Um but overall this match was it was pretty solid. Um it was okay. I, I'll give it three cookies.
0: All right, three cookies from cookie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, for our final matchup of the evening, the high spot, uh, Tolbert, you have got uh, one, Nick Gage, against a mystery opponent. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about it.
2: Well, um, this is a mystery opponent. Um, what he, he lacks in stature, he makes up for in spirit and tenacity. And um, tenacity. It is our old friend, Hornswoggle. <laughs> you know him, you love him. He's, he's always been there whether he's <laughs> hiding under the ring or, or coming through the crowd, uh, dressed as Sandman. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I mean, like thinking about it, he does have, like when he came out as Sandman at, at Wrestlecade and like this, he does have experience in this kind of like uh, environment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, I guess he really wanted this match. He asked for this match. I don't know if, uh, if everyone just needed a, a paycheck that night, but they they made it happen. We are in, uh, well, we're at some sort of bar room with a, a weird balcony set up uh, type deal, but your typical, um you know, MDK kind of match for sure. Right, like right. Uh, uh, the the setting suits it well, Uh but Nick Gage comes out. He doesn't look too happy to really. To really be there at all he's, he's he looks kind of annoyed by it but he generally kind of has that look on his that scowl on his face always anyway but hornswoggle's ready to go he sets up two chairs in the middle of the ring grabs someone's beer chugs it sits down and says come on face to face you and me in the center of the ring and we know what's coming we know the slap battle it is coming right <laughs> so
0: what did what did the commentator call it it was like an Irish uh an
1: Irish kits yeah. contest or something yeah.
2: and she's like I'm sorry I've been told that is that is racist and, uh, an and she apologizes kiss. meanwhile while the MDK fans are just saying things about midgets. Um, so I think it balanced out. Fun fact, I, th- I think MDK fans are the only ones that are still openly using that word. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, <laughs> sure. However, Swaggle's shirt did say something yeah. about wrestling
2: midgets on it. Yeah, for sure. Like the original wrestling midget. Yeah. Something, something of the sort. But Swaggle, Swaggle's there to party, man. And he gives uh, he gives Nick Gage the, the biggest little forearm you could possibly give him. <laughs> Nick Gage re- responds by slapping him out of his seat. <laughs> that's that's right. Yes. And that's how this match starts. Um, you know, Swaggle does get over on him a little bit, gets a chair shot, you know, and uh, pulls some evasive maneuvers. But uh, by that point, Gage is good and pissed off and just starts slamming him around. I think he gives him a couple tombstones. Are pile drivers throws them outside the ring a little bit at one point he's just bashing him with a chair uh, and we get this back and forth a little, little while Swaggle does you know try some outside the ring maneuvers like jumping off the little balcony uh, area um, but gauges wise this this ends up ultimately pinning him with the, the brutal like one foot on the chest pin and <laughs> uh, automatically the ultimate calls, F-U yeah, in- yeah then fuck you <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, calls for the mic, of course. Um, this may be my
0: favorite part about the whole thing.
2: Yeah. He calls for the mic, and he's just like, yo, MDK all day. You know, does the thing with his fans and just talks about pretty much shits on Hornswoggle at this point. <laughs> he was like, I – I didn't want to do this. He essentially, he tells everybody you didn't want to do this. He says,
0: I didn't want to wrestle this joke or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, but then I thought back that I almost killed David Arquette. Yes. <laughs> yes. he, he says, I almost killed David Arquette. So I took this match anyway. I'm like, what
1: are you yeah, doing? I mean, he says,
2: I almost killed David Arquette, but I decided that I'm here to hurt people. And I was going to give this man the chance to hurt him. And I hurt this man. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, you, you probably could have let off different, man. But uh, Swoggle uh, responds by grabbing the mic and, and saying, thank you for letting me work tonight, essentially. Like, thank you for letting me grace the ring with your presence. I still got this. And he says to all the internet trolls out there, I could still do this. He says all the internet marks. He's like, "Fuck all you internet marks!" Hornswoggle can still do it, <laughs> but uh, it I imagine so they uh, shared a blunt of some sort afterwards. Um, it and, was a uh, very heartwarming uh, yeah. ending. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no blood. I thought uh, I was like, I thought I was about to see uh, Hornswoggle just get busted open for a second.
0: You, you did not. I, I'm telling you, only one of the matches this week had to be a death match because I can't sit through three death matches.
2: Yeah, it's, it's tough. It gets bloody.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tobert hit me with a haiku.
2: <clears throat> Swoggle gets his chance. MDK gets fun-sized. <laughs> Nick Gage hurt that man.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Uh, would you guys rather do a Laparca episode or a Hornswoggle mm-hmm. episode next week? Uh, uh, we'll
1: I feel like,
2: yeah, I think LaParka I mean, is probably the best bet. Yeah. I mean how many times can we just watch Hornswoggle sneak in, cause some mischief, and run run away?
0: Yeah, so uh yeah, we will be doing <laughs> a LaParka we'll episode. <laughs> uh, episode next week. Um Good luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Uh thank you for listening to $2 stake, a pro wrestling podcast.
2: Should do a Necro Butcher.
0: Uh, we're not doing anything <laughs> involving <laughs> that. Oh, gosh. Oh,